want to go real quickly to the book of Jude and uh, just for a few moments I want to share this lesson with you verses 1 through verse 4 Jude verses 1 through verse 4 if you're asking me what chapter just get to Jude and you'll figure it out Uh, Jude verse 1 through verse 4 even the online church on there talking about we going we going Right now, let's take a cruise through the book of Jude, verse 1 through verse 4. When you have it, say amen. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. Not the one you made up, but the one which was delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men who have crept in unaware, who were before an old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness. And denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. I've been trying to teach this lesson for several months now, and I've alluded to it a few times, and, and some of my points I've brought up in past messages. But to give you a culmination of the thought that the Lord has pressed upon my heart, I want to speak to you from the topic crocodile tears. <laughs> crocodile tears. Now, as I enter, okay, y'all have heard this? Okay. As I enter this subject matter today, I want to be clear that I'm not making these reptilian creatures demons themselves. But oftentimes when spirit beings take on particular forms, they reveal their nature, characteristics, and intentions through the vessels they choose. The Holy Spirit descended like a dove. While Satan in the garden being subtle, taken on the form of a serpent. And along with the biblical aquatic creatures, Leviathan, today we discuss the nature of the crocodile. First of all, number one, they're nocturnal animals. This means they operate mostly at night. Mm. You must be careful of always following things and connecting with things in the dark. This is an example that the enemy usually comes for us in our most vulnerable times. When you get weak, be careful who you keep company with. Mm, mm. While you're sleeping, the enemy is still working. And that's why there are times where if the enemy cannot attack you in your awakeness, he'll get you in your sleeping. Some of you, that's why you must be careful about leaving the television on. It even sounds old-fashioned and old-school. But your, your, your body goes to sleep, but your spirit doesn't. Things get into your subconscious. You, you battle things in your sleep. You open your spirit to a download and music and television and entertainment becomes an IV, pumping ideas into your heart and your mind. A spirit of the crocodile operates in darkness. 
they don't like heat. They're reptiles. They don't like heat. So they operate in shadows. I brought up to you in uh, past times that there's no relationship that you should have that has to be secret. The Bible talks about different signs of the last days and it lists sins of the flesh. And one of the sins of the flesh that is listed in the Pauline epistle is, is whispering. You got to be careful when everything got to be between you and me. Because sometimes keeping things between you and me means we don't ever uh, check up on it or get a backup source. And then after a while you end up digesting a lie and you think you got a secret that's the truth. Yes, they, op- they don't like heat. Hallelujah. So they stay operating in the shadows. And I want to say this to you, and I'm hastening to my closing. We get out of church in time. But number two, the power of the crocodile is in its mouth. This is a symbol of the enemy trying to destroy you with words, tearing you down with negativity, slander. Don't get your head caught between the crocodile's teeth. And listen here, a crocodile has 60 to 110 teeth. And as soon as they lose one, another one is growing back. Before one lie gets found out, they replace it with another lie. Mm, This is how a crocodile controls its prey. It controls its prey with its mouth. I want to ask you a question. Are you being controlled by someone's words? You know, a lot of times we talk about physical abuse, but we don't never have a real discussion about verbal abuse and the strength of verbal abuse, the strength of words, because we were taught growing up, you know, that, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. I come to tell you, that's a lie. I can recover quickly from a broken bone than I can an abusive word. Some of us as an adult are still trying to overcome something that was said to us as a child. Because as a child, if you was too skinny, you were sick. If you was too big, you were fat. Come on, somebody. You were either too dark or you were too light. Hmm. And this is how a crocodile controls you. Because you can be at a distance from them. But if you hear their words, it can put you in a different headspace. Are you being controlled by somebody's words? You were made to breathe. I need you to look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, you were made to breathe. Some of you, uh, you know when you're being surrounded by the spirit of a crocodile, when you feel like you can never catch your breath. You were made to, you were made to breathe. Even in every relationship and connection you have, you should never feel controlled or suppressed or suffocated. And that's just not in relation. That's even with church and ministry. I love church and I love ministry, but it should be breathing into you, not suffocating you. Your relationship with God should be speaking life into you, not suffocating you and putting you constantly under pressure and legalism and trying to keep a whole bunch of rules. I walk in the laws and the statutes of God, not because of fear of punishment, but out of my love for him. I'm not walking around with the Torah, making sure I did this and did that. But but, but the more I love him, the more I search out what he desires and he writes his laws upon the tablets of my heart. Mm, are you being controlled by somebody's words 
Are you breathing? Because when a crocodile wants to kill you, he pulls you under to suffocate you. Hallelujah. Be careful about coming into connections with people that will suffocate all your other relationships. Pull you under. Hallelujah. Some of you can be doing good. You can be confident. But then you hear something someone said about you and it pulls you under. Hallelujah. Slander pulls you under. Gossip pulls you under. Lies pull you under. Somebody talking about something they heard and something maybe you were guilty of a long time ago. You were in a good headspace, but now it's pulling you under. You can get pulled under by habits. And you can keep being pulled under so much until after a while you start losing the strength to fight back. <sighs> Has anybody ever, ever been there in life where you were fighting but after a while you just get tired of fighting? It's not that I don't love God but the fight gets exhausting. You get tired of trying to convince people. You get tired of trying to persuade people. You get, you get tired of dealing with the same habits and the same struggles. It's that spirit of Leviathan. It's that crocodile spirit that keeps pulling you under, hoping you'll lose your strength. I'm almost finished. I feel the Holy Ghost real strong right now. Glory be. I need you to look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, get your strength back. Get your. Hallelujah. You were made to breathe. Glory be to God. Mm. Man should not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, you better make sure you're feasting from the right mouth. Hallelujah. Because if the words that are coming to you are being taken from you instead of adding to you, then that's not the mouth of God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I'm not, my whole point in telling you this is beware of crocodile tears. <laughs> Beware of crocodile tears. You've heard, some of you have heard the colloquial phrase about crocodile tears because if you look at a crocodile, crocodile has water in his eyes. And that's because some of us, some of us, we're, in, we're around people that they try to control us with their anger. And, and if the anger don't work, they'll try jealousy. Hallelujah. They'll try to control you by different means. They'll try to use particular words. I'm telling y'all, that crocodile spirit to get in the dark. I'm telling you, cut these lights on. <laughs> hear, me, hear, hear, hear me what I'm saying to you. The, 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 enemy, the enemy will try different ways. That's why the Bible says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials. In other words, that is a sign of growth when the enemy comes at you in different ways. If he's using the same tactics, that means you're still in the same place. My Lord, hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, if you're going through, don't let it be the same thing. Don't let it be the same temptation. Don't let it be the same person. The enemy will try. He'll try to use his words. He'll try to use controlling techniques. He'll try to use jealousy. And when that don't work. Now the way I'm preaching today, I'm not screaming. But I'm a, this is spiritual warfare. Ain't no trash cans up here. Ain't no newspaper. And ain't nobody rolling in the floor. But I'm going to tell you what deliverance is. Deliverance is a decision. And you can make a decision about something when you're aware of the decision that needs to be made. Mm, hallelujah. And when the enemy can't use control to get you to, 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 to devour you, to consume you, when the enemy can't use words and even jealousy, he'll use victimization. 
He'll use victimization. Oh, I'm, I'm going to stay right here on it here. He'll, stay, he'll use victimization. You got to be careful that you're not letting the spirit of the crocodile operate in your marriage. You need to make sure that you don't allow your children to operate in the spirit of a crocodile. Hallelujah. That when you try to bring correction to them or you try to challenge them, they go back to years ago and bring up stuff about the time you weren't there for me or you didn't pick me up from school. The devil is a liar. Y'all got to be very careful about people bringing up old stuff to try to bind you with it, to make you, to make you a prey to their desires. Hallelujah. You hear me? The enemy will try to manipulate you. It's a spirit of manipulation. Oh, look at the crocodile's tears. No, no, those are not tears. That's lubrication. That's the, that's the way the crocodile is lubricating its eyes so it can see its prey. And some of you are being pulled in. Some of you are in the bondage of obligation because somebody been making you feel guilty. I don't even serve God out of guilt. God don't want me to serve him out of guilt. He want me to serve him out of love. And there's two things that we've inherited from the cross. And that's deliverance from guilt and shame. I don't care what somebody else know or what somebody else heard. Who the son has set free is free indeed. The enemy will make you feel guilty and keep piling it on you to keep you locked in, to keep you, oh, glory be to God. I need you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, if we're going to stay together, we got to move past it. If we're going to stay in this church together, we're going to move past it. If we're going to live in this house together, we got to move past it because we'll never go in our future holding on to our past. Mm. I to God those crocodile tears will make you feel sorry for him when his desire is to consume you who my God hallelujah to drain you of your strength to drain you of your energy oh my God mm, I'm telling you hear me oh hallelujah I want you to realize everybody's not your assignment There's some people you got to love them from a distance because the crocodile is a spirit. It's not a person. But when a person embodies that spirit and they're not ready to be delivered, while they're in the water, they'll pull you under with them. Oh, I'm going to finish now. I'm going I'm finish now. So how do you, how do you evade that spirit? Are you ready? I'm going to give y'all this practical thing. How do you evade the spirit of the crocodile? How do you not get consumed with the crocodile? Stay out of shallow water. Now, because of this, people going to try to make you feel guilty. Because they say you isolating yourself, you acting funny, and you pulling back. But in this season of your life, you only got two options. It's either the deep calleth unto the deep or standing on a solid rock. But shallow water, my God. See, a crocodile got to stay close enough to the land so it can breathe. It can't handle deep water and it can't run fast on solid places. Many of us have fallen in sin. And in the traps of the enemy because we tried to live on the fringes of spirituality. 
we've tried to live enough close to the water to be refreshed hallelujah close enough to the land to stand living on the boundaries when he says I'd rather you be hot or cold be hot or cold heat is good for healing hallelujah coldness is good for refreshing but lukewarm water is disgusting he says oh it makes me throw up that's what the scripture says hallelujah get out of shallow water you cannot say it doesn't work and the scriptures don't work when you're not going to live in it when you're not going to stand on it I'll never forget I bought this fountain for my front yard when I was living in a house on Denver Avenue and I went to Lowe's to get this fountain because I was doing some nice landscaping and I got some uh, what do y'all call them mulch and I said oh I'm going to do the red mulch and I'm going to put the red mulch and I start putting it on the trees and I got this fountain and I put the water in the fountain and then I plugged up the fountain and I'm like "Mm, this ain't working it ain't working Y'all still got the box? Because I got to take it back. It's not working. And you know what I realized? There was nothing wrong with the fountain. It's just that the filter was outside of the fountain. And the filter, I'm talking about the water pump didn't work until I took it and submerged it. And many of us thinking that this don't work, well, you're not walking in it. You're not emerging yourself in it. You can't give God halfway commitment and expect a whole blessing. And this is what the scripture in Jude is saying. I know you, why you walking along this Christian journey and you walking along trying to walk with God. He says, you got to be very careful. Be careful because there's some that are going to creep in. You know, we look, we look on, that, that we, we look at the, the imagery of artists and celebrities and we say, oh, that's demonic, right? We look at certain things and we just see the devil in it. Devil worshipers and satanic worshipers. But he says, now, you didn't label them, but it don't take no discernment for them. Now, I'm telling y'all, I believe that we are... Uh, we're a non-denominational church, but people would label us as Pentecostal, apostolic. means we believe in all the gifts. We believe in miracles. We believe in signs and wonders. Y'all heard us a little earlier. We believe in speaking in tongues. We believe in the interpretation of tongues and prophecy. But that's one gift that we don't bring up as often. And it's called the gift of discernment. Because everything dancing don't mean God. Everything preaching ain't pure. Y'all not saying nothing in here. Everything that sings to worship songs don't have the heart of God. The Bible says they crept in unaware. In other words, they gonna mix around with you. They gonna sing in your choir and go to your small groups. They gonna use church lingo and they gonna have church vernacular. But as you start cutting down in them, there's a spirit of a crocodile. They're trying to look. They came in to lure you out. You were, you were passionate about God. Now you're becoming mediocre about God. You were zealous about the church. You were zealous about ministry. But now they're sitting among you and they're planting thoughts and ideas in your head. I always wonder, how is it that somebody can join the church six months ago, but they know about stuff that happened in the church five years ago. They got connected with the wrong people because everybody in the church ain't here for God. There's some people will come. I know you got to watch.
watch out for the sinners, but you better watch out for so-called saints because everybody in the church is not a part of the house. They'll look around. They'll look around. Where the preacher say one thing and then they'll give you an alternative. Where the leader set a standard and they will accommodate you. Hallelujah. To live under the standard and not pursue it. Glory be to God. Tell your neighbor, my life is not perfect. But tell them, my life is not the standard. You can't use your life to establish principles. Did you hear what I said? You cannot use your life, your proclivities, your... Well, well, everybody got something. Yes, you're right. So are we measuring ourselves and establishing our principles based upon our something? Or are we measuring it by God? Hallelujah. You got to be mindful. That spirit of the crocker, it operates. And let me tell you, the reason why we need to talk about this spirit, and I'm, I'm finishing now. The reason why we need to talk about this spirit is because this spirit operates in water. And, and water is the symbol of the spirit. You know, Jesus says, believe on me as the scripture has said, and out of your belly shall flow what? Rivers of living water. He says he's talking about the spirit, the spirit realm. That's why I'm telling you, we got to be very careful because we're living in an hour now where we have all of these people and we're sharing their posts. We're watching their videos because they got enough church jargon and enough scriptures. But everything that is a spiritualist is not somebody who's godly. Come on, somebody. They'll use, they'll use enough scripture to make you feel comfortable, to lure you in so you can digest the lie. I'm telling you, you got you to be mindful. Yeah, they may say some good things, but they'll get you close enough to the water. Let me tell you, see, see, the, see, the crocodiles, they don't really come out of their habitat. They come where you eat. You come to refresh yourself. That's why you got to be mindful. He says, he said, watch how they drink, Gideon, because how they come to the water will be determined whether you can use them in the battle. You got to be mindful. I, I just really want to tell you because God, God is really doing some special things in your life. Really. You're going to start growing. You're growing in God. God is beginning to speak to you. You're having a passion for him. I just wanted to tell you, be watchful. Be, be watchful. He said, because in this last day, there are going to be people who are going to creep in. And listen to what they said, what are these people going to do? They're going to start preaching about grace. Now, let me tell you something, Kobe. The teaching of grace is important for me because when I was growing up in church, it wasn't much grace. It was all love. Like, I mean, like for real, for real, like. You, you make a mistake. You must. The Lord is coming back, and you just missed it. Like if you sin, you want to call the saints and make sure they were still here. Like no, when I was growing up, if the lights would have went out like they did in church, it was like, oh Jesus, 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 Jesus. And you want to look up and make sure Bishop was still here, and the church mothers, because in our minds it's like, now nah, if that would have been the rapture, would you have been ready? And then it made us so sin conscious. That, that we were more focused on our sin than we were God. 
And so I need to know that God is a God of grace. But he's full of grace and truth. See, if you have all truth, you're going to kill the saints. But if you have all grace, you're going to lose the saints. It's got to be a balance of grace and truth. I need to know that when I sin, there's grace for me. But there's another teaching going out here now. There's another teaching going on out here. It says, every time we sin, God keeps giving us grace. So, it really doesn't matter how you live. No, really. I got to teach you. I know we just did this finish dancing and shouting, but I need to make sure that in the midst of all of this, and I know this is a Sunday morning that I teach you, you got to be very careful because how you live does matter. It does matter that you keep sleeping in the bed with somebody every night, come to church and shout, take communion, and don't have no conviction. It matters. That you be drunk on Saturday night and still sing on the praise team on Sunday morning. It still matters. It matters. Now, I, I would be wrong if I told you it did. Now, that's grace now. That's grace when you, get, when you fall in. Because I would, I would be lying to you. I would be wrong of a pastor to tell you that since I've been saved, I haven't sinned. Because the Bible says if any man say he has no sin, he's a liar. But a good father would tell you, beware. Because everybody that did it didn't make it out of it. Yes, there's grace. Every time you sin, there's grace. But you know what Romans chapter 6 verse 1 says? Ask the question. Shall we keep on sinning? Did God give us grace? What does it say? God forbid. How can we who are dead to sin live any longer therein? Y'all put that, put up, uh, put Jude verse, I think it was verse 4. Listen to what it said. Uh, it, it was turning. It says, now when these people sneak in, and start infiltrating us with this it says these certain men are crept in unaware it's already been preordained that they would come because where there's water there's going to be crocodiles mm. where, there's, where there's spiritual people prophetic people gifted people singers musicians worship leaders see the more water you have the, oh my goodness the more creatures you have. Mm, listen, and you know, you, you're going to know when they didn't crept in because the Bible says, ordain this condemnation. They're ungodly men because what are they doing? Turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, lustful living, doing whatever feels good to you establishing your standard based upon your feelings and what you think and how you feel and then what do you do when you confront it you lubricate your eyes and make yourself the victim my God but God is not intimidating and he discerned what God knows in my heart. Yes, he knows your heart. He knows your heart is wicked, manipulative, and deceitful. 
your heart is wicked until it's submitted to God. So I'm telling you, a part of your deliverance, everyone stand, I'm finished, it's 12 o'clock. A part of your, a part of your deliverance is confronting the crocodile spirit that you may operate in. And when it's operating with someone else, it's not your job to deliver them. Have y'all seen these videos of these people playing with crocodiles? <laughs> and until something happens, you can't blame the crocodile. Stay out of shallow water. You've been made for more. Lord, I just thank you for your word today. Thank you for reminding us that in this last day, we must be careful what mouths we eat from, what waters we tread in, what connections we tolerate and give a courtesy to. Lord, keep our hearts pure to help those who, do, who genuinely want help. But help us to be students of the word so when erroneous doctrines, hallelujah, or things that sound like gospel but polluted, Lord God, with wickedness, that we'll reject it and we'll stay holding fast to your truth in your word. Help us to walk in wholeness. Help us to walk in it. Lord, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus, don't let nobody's fire go out in here. Keep, keep them zealous and let them be around people that will stir their flames and maybe Lord somebody here today they've been hanging out in shallow water I thank you now Lord that, that this word you sent today is full of grace and full of truth Lord I'm thanking you for sending out a hook pulling them from the mouth of the enemy somebody Lord has been feeling like they're suffocating but they don't know how to get out they've been feel like they've been pulled in and every time they come up they get pulled back under again but Lord use this word to pull them out today Lord we pray strength come on y'all pray Lord we pray strength to their strength because Lord I know what it is and I know what it feels like to get tired of fighting till I almost just said whatever huh? but I was sinking deep in sin far from the peaceful shore but you the master of the sea you heard my despairing cry from the waters you lifted me now I'm in a safe place so someone who's dealing with the habit is pulling them under, Lord. Someone who's struggling with pornography, dealing with a drug addiction, who's constantly being pulled or under, pull them out. Pull them out, Jesus. Pull them out, Jesus. Pull them out, Jesus. Let them have faith again that they can come out. Pull them out, Jesus. Pull them out, Jesus. And ultimately you'll be glorified in our lives it's in Jesus name we pray amen will you clap your hands and thank God for the word hallelujah
Hey, this is Bishop S.Y. Younger. Thank you for watching this video. And now what I need you to do is like and subscribe to this YouTube channel so you can continue to get more inspirational, motivational, and gospel content in your direction.